Hello, friends. I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships and host of the Resilient Leaders podcast. Most leaders are burdened by complexity and exhaustion, but Kairos Partnerships exists to help leaders like you with the perspective and tools they need to lead with health, clarity, and confidence. Leadership can be lonely. Leadership can be hard. And we at KP are trying to be companions on the journey for leaders, offering numerous resources each and every week for leaders like you. On Monday, we release an episode of the Monday Morning Pastor podcast. On Tuesday, Five Things in Five Minutes, our uh, weekly free newsletter comes out. And of course, Resilient Leaders podcast episodes release every Wednesday. And many more resources on our Kairos website at kairospartnerships.org, including a new writer's course that you can find out more about at kairoscourses.com, K-A-I-R-O-S, courses.com. If you're thinking about being a writer, this is a great opportunity for you, a masterclass video series that we have created an online course for you so that you can grow as a writer or you can get started. Well, today is the beginning of June, the official and yet symbolic, the unofficial, I should say, and yet symbolic start to the summer. I am excited to engage in a variety of summer activities now that the weather is getting warmer. I love spending time in and on the water outdoors. I love canoeing and kayaking, using my stand-up paddleboard, being at the Jersey Shore in the ocean. And speaking of activities that happen in the water, I also love whitewater rafting. In college, I worked at a, summer's, a summer sports camp near Pittsburgh called Summer's Best Two Weeks. Yep, that's the name of the camp because that's exactly what it was for campers. It was an amazing camp. My sons will be going to camp there this summer, and they are pumped. When I worked at the camp for a few summers in college, I was trained to be a whitewater rafting guide for our outdoor adventures each term. I loved being a whitewater rafting guide. It was a ton of fun taking campers down the lower Yakagani River near Pittsburgh through turbulent rapids. I mean, going down the lower yak was such a thrill. It was such a rush to see campers feel the exhilaration of the forces of nature and to see them grow in their courage as they overcame their fear. But it is also, of course, it carries significant dangers. And as a guide, we had to know the river well. We had to know each run, each chute, and we had to have the raft enter each rapid so that we didn't get flipped. I remember one time I was about to take a raft of campers through a rapid when I heard three shill short blows of a whistle. That is the universal sign on the river that someone is in extreme danger. And after going through the rapid with those on my raft, we went through safely, but we looked over and saw EMTs pulling a stretcher out of the river with a man strapped to it who had just passed away. He did not have proper equipment and he did not follow proper safety pr precautions and protocol but it's still dangerous and there's still a risk. But I tell you, it is fun. When you follow the protocols in place, it can be a blast. Now, recently, as I reflected on my summers as a guide, I found myself thinking of the lessons of whitewater rafting with how it can teach us more to be resilient in our leadership. When we give the pre-launch instructions and talk to campers before we get out on the river, before we get in the raft, we are very clear about several elements. First, we teach them how to position themselves into the raft. You sit in this raft on one of the sides, left or right, and because it's an inflated raft, you can actually wedge your legs, one in front and one behind you, into the raft. You kind of wedge it in so that you can secure yourself and minimize the risk of getting flipped out of the boat. In fact, 
when you wedge your foot and your heel behind you into the edge of the raft, you can actually tip yourself backwards, almost like doing the limbo, and get your head in the river and still remain attached and secure to the raft. So we teach them how to do that. Number two, we also teach them how to hold their paddle correctly. Yep, that's right. How to hold their paddle. At the top of a, of a whitewater rafting paddle is what's called a T-bar. And a T-bar simply because it looks like a capital T. And if you don't hold your T-bar at all times, especially when you're going through a rapid and you get nervous and you lift your hands in the air, you can actually give what we would call, we can give people on our raft summer teeth. That T-bar hits someone in the mouth and your teeth go everywhere. You knock your teeth out. So some are here, some are there, and some are over there. And so we teach them how to hold their paddle correctly to keep everyone in their raft safe. Number three, we work as a team. With people paddling on the left and right sides of the boat, they all work like treads on a tank. When people are paddling, it feels like you're on a tank. Guides would yell out instructions during rapid runs like, all back, three strokes, or all forward, or left side forward, right side back, or right side forward, three paddles, to successfully get through the rapid and with safety. You had to work in unison with your team. And as a guide, there was nothing more frustrating and unsafe than someone in your raft that thought they knew better and they were choosing to do their own thing, despite what everyone else on the team was doing and listening to the guide. Sometimes people would want to paddle when they wanted to, not when they were told to do so. And it left the raft vulnerable and unsafe. We needed everyone to work in unison together for safety and fun to accomplish our mission to get down to the end of the river. And if someone falls out, you get through the rapid safely, and then you go get that person from your raft. And when you get to that person, whoever on the raft is closest to that person in the water, you grab them with your two hands by the life jacket collars, and you pull them with two hands with all of your weight, and you pull them back into the raft and on top of you. It's very important. We don't get down the river unless everyone on our team is with us. And lastly, number four, and maybe most importantly, is we teach people to act counterintuitively. You see, when you're in a raft and you feel unstable, you feel like you're about to flip out of that raft, intuitively, you want to raise your paddle up out of the water in the air, usually above your head. And while we naturally want to do this, that is the worst possible thing that you can do. The best thing you can do is something that feels completely counterintuitive. When you feel like you're about to get flipped, it's best to place your paddle into the water and just keep digging, keep paddling. By doing this, it adds an extra anchor to your body that keeps you grounded in the raft and a less chance for you to flip. So how does this translate to resilient leadership? Number one, we need to be incredibly intentional about how we're positioning ourselves in this season. Sometimes we need to wedge ourselves into the raft as we're going through these turbulent waters. And the wedging is what I believe are healthy habits. You've heard me talk about this before in the podcast, sticking to our healthy habits, especially in turbulent, chaotic, and unpredictable waters. It is so important right now. Number two, we've got to hold our paddles correctly. If we are not engaging in our work properly, we may be putting ourselves or those around us at risk and may inadvertently be giving someone summer teeth. And the truth is this, you do not rise to the occasion, you fall to your level of training. Again, you do not rise to the occasion, you fall to the level of your training. So we need to be trained in what we're doing to hold our paddles correctly in leadership. And number three, you are only as good as your team. You are, there are no lone rangers. You depend on people in your raft. 
You need to trust them, respect them by collaborating and working together and picking each other up and pulling each other back in the raft when someone gets flipped out. And number four, in these turbulent waters, don't stop paddling. When you feel most nervous and overwhelmed, don't put your paddle in the air and panic. Keep your paddle in the water even when you want to stop. You are more secure if you keep doing the next right thing in front of you. Just keep doing the next right thing, especially when the waters are turbulent. You think you're going to flip, just keep paddling. Well, this summer, I hope you get a chance to go whitewater rafting. It's a blast. And if you do, remember the lessons that you heard here and how they can help all of us to be resilient in our leadership moving forward. Well, thanks for listening today. And if you enjoy this podcast, would you do one of two things for me? Would you be willing to share this with two friends, two leaders who you think would enjoy this podcast? And number two, would you take 30 seconds to leave us an honest review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It would help us tremendously as we try to get the word out about this podcast. And this podcast, of course, is produced by Joel Limbowen, founder and owner of On A Limb Productions. Check out his great work at onalimproductions.com or you can check out the show notes for more information about Joel and his work. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, when the rapids are rising, and it feels like you're going to flip. Position yourself well, work as a team, train well, and just keep the paddle in the water and keep digging. It will anchor you in these turbulent times. See you next week.